السلام عليك يا أبا عبد الله السلام عليك يا ابن رسول الله السلام عليك يا خيرة الله وابن خيرته السلام عليك يا ابن أمير الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وآله الطاهرين Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi brothers and sisters, and welcome to episode number five of Reflections on Ziyarat Ashura, brought to you by Mizan Institute. Assalamu alaikum ya ibn Fatimata Sayyidati Nisa al Alameen. So, in our commentary on this ziyarah, we reach this line where we say salams to the Imam and we address him. As the son of Fatimata Zahra السلام, the daughter of Rasulullah. So, one thing that is very noticeable right from the get go is that in previous lines, when we were addressing the Imam, we said, Assalamu alaikum, Ya Aba Abdullah. We used titles for him, for his grandfather, for his father, Ya Abna Rasulullah, O son of the Holy Prophet and Messenger of Allah. O son of Amirul Mu'mineen salam. So I mentioned this in our previous episodes that uh, these are titles uh, that are being used to show, to show the significance of those whom Imam Hussain is related to. Here also we are addressing him as the son of Fatima Sayyidati Nisa al-Alameen. So we will find that the title, we have a title here again for Lady Zahra السلام, which is uh, Sayyida Tunisa al-Alameen. What stands out though is that in addition to this title of Lady Zahra السلام, the master of the women, um, of all women, we also find that her name is mentioned. Something that didn't happen from the beginning of this ziyara when we were addressing the Imam and also bringing up the different relationships he has. So for example, we didn't say assalamu alaik ya hussein ibn ali ya aba abdullah we didn't say assalamu alaik ya ibn muhammad rasulullah we didn't say assalamu alaik ya ibn ali amir al-mu'minin just titles were mentioned but here it says ya ibn fatima sayyidati nisa al-alamin so we mentioned lady zahra by name and also we mentioned her title this is interesting it stands out at least to me um my very strong guess is this, that when it comes to her, that name Fatima itself, it gives it a very, very emotional touch um, to just to the whole thing. Because Fatima, the name Fatima, right away reminds us of that special, special, unique, very exceptional uh, relationship of Rasulullah with his daughter. It reminds us of those hadiths that whenever Fatima to Zahra would enter, the Prophet would get up for her and get up while getting up would move towards her. And some narrations would tell us that he would kiss her hand and things like that. So when you mention her name here, it just gives an emotional touch that you wouldn't have had maybe if you mentioned Imam Ali's name or, or the Holy Prophet's his name. Um, Fatima alayhi salam, uh, just hearing that name, um, changes everything I would say and so it won't stop at that though it goes on to say Ya Fatima 
Sayyidati Nisa'il Alami. So just by because we mentioned the name doesn't mean we're going to stop there. We'll mention the name to add that touch, but at the same time, we'll also mention that she is Sayyidatu Nisa'il Alameen, that she is the highest of all women of all times. Now us as Shia, we don't doubt this at all. There's no doubt for us that Lady Fatima al-Zahra salam is the highest of all women of all times. Um, but others who uh, don't uh, subscribe to the Shi'i school of thought, there are going to be some who will say that no, we have good evidence, good reason and proof to believe that she is one of the highest, of course, but she is not the highest. Why? For example, they will cite Surah Al-Imran verse 42, where it says, Inna Allah astafaki wa tahharaki wa astafaki ala nisa'il alameen. That Allah has chosen you, O Maryam. This verse is speaking about uh, Lady Maryam alayhi salam. O Maryam, Allah has chosen you, purified you, and chosen you over all the women uh, of the worlds, let's say, nisa'il alameen. So here they will say, okay, well, when you look at the verse, it's implying absoluteness. There are no restrictions in this verse. There are no qualifiers in this verse. And so from this, we what we can conclude is that Lady Maryam is the highest of them all. And then, of course, after that, we will concede that Lady Fatima salam, is the second in line. But the verse is clearly letting us know that she is the highest. And in addition to that, you'll have hadiths, of course, that the Shi'i school of thought will not accept. Hadiths that will say um, that, for example, Sayyidatu Nisa'i Ahlil Jannah, Maryam bint Imran, Thumma Fatima, Thumma Khadija, Thumma Asiya, uh, Imra'atu Fir'aun. That the highest and greatest of the women of Jannah are four. First, it's Maryam. Then, Thumma in Arabic means then. So it really it shows that there's a hierarchy here. It shows that there's an order here. Then Fatima, then Khadija, then Asiya, wife of Fir'aun. So this is a hadith that, of course, the Shi'i school of thought doesn't have, but you'll find in the Sunni sources. Or, for example, another hadith says that Fatima said, "Akhbarani Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi asra'u ahlihi luhuqan bihi." That the Prophet informed me that Fatima Zahra alayhi salam said that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi informed me that I will be the quickest to join him after he passes away. And that I am the master of and the highest of the women of Jannah. Except for Maryam. So I am I'm above everyone else, higher than everyone else, except for Lady Maryam. And so when I heard this from the Holy Prophet, I smiled, I was happy. Because some of you, if not all of you, have heard the story that the Prophet, when he was on his deathbed, he told something to Fatima salam, after which she smiled and she was happy. And so they asked her what it was and then this is her response. Once again, our, Shia, our scholars, the Shi'i scholars, they will have something to say about this. They will have their reservations in regards to these hadiths that bring and put Lady Maryam higher than Fatima to Zahra salam. Now right here, uh, someone might ask like, okay, why do you... Shia are always try to uh, put your figures above the rest. And so to answer that very quickly, it's because, I mean, the Shi'is will say, the Shia will say that it's because every person we have, you know, others have taken lower than what they really are and what status they really have. One by one, we lose everyone and we're left with nothing. 
So for example, Abu Talib, he's a very great individual. They said that, yeah, he's um, he died a mushrik, he, he died a disbeliever, and that he will be in the hellfire. Imam Ali was taken. Yes, he was taken and he was placed as number four, if not even lower than number four. Um, why? Because they'll tell you that, you know, the rank of the companions of the Prophet, at least in the beginning, um, go by the ranks that they had or the order they were in as Khalifas. So, for example, the first Khalifa will be the highest companion of Rasulullah then the second, then the third, then Ali ibn Abi Talib will be the fourth. Some might argue he's the fourth, but it doesn't mean that Talha, Zubair and them are also might be lower than him. They might say they're equal to him. Um, so one after another, Imam Hassan alayhi salam, you know, you'll hear that Muawiyah was a very was very high because you know he was Khalifa, and so even Muawiyah himself, they say that he would use this argument to prove that he is very high. Why? Because he became Khalifa, and because he's Khalifa, then that means he's higher than at least some of the others. And so now Fatima Zahra also is being taken away. So like one after another, well, these figures are being taken away from us in that sense of their ranks. And so, no, we have to understand that, um, we have to understand where these individuals stand um, in in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And since they are the highest, we will follow them and we will love them the most. I'll give an example for this. So. Um, there's one uh, Sunni scholar I was I was watching once, and he was explaining how Lady Fatima is higher than the wives of the Prophet for sure, including uh, Aisha. And he said, "How can she not be higher while she is the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam?" Then there was another scholar um, who said, "No, no, no. Of course." Uh, how can Aisha be lower while she is the Prophet's wife and he's, she's always with him, etc. So you see that, you know, if we don't come up with answers, if we don't come up with, if we don't, if we don't uh, recount the merits and virtues of these figures of Islam, slowly, slowly, they'll just be seen as, you know, individuals that were good people. That's about it. No, no, we believe that we need to follow these individuals, that they are ma'soom. They are chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after the Holy Prophet And so if we're not taking care of this side of the narrative and we're not presenting that narrative, then, you know, it won't be long before, you know, people won't really acknowledge their, that these are the ones to follow Islamically. Anyway, let's uh, go back to the verse now that I mentioned. In Allah astafaki wa taharaki wa astafaki ala nisa'il alameen. Is Lady Maryam higher or is Lady Fatima Zahra higher? One of the arguments that I mentioned for Lady Maryam being higher is that verse, Surah Al-Imran, verse 42. Let's talk about what the Shi'i scholars say in this regard. Allama Tabatabai, for example, when it comes to the tafsir of this verse uh, about, surah, uh, about uh, Lady Maryam, salam, he says that, look, the context of the verse is telling us that she is higher than the others because of the immaculate birth. Not in all aspects. Yeah, because of the immaculate birth, she is higher than the rest. No one is like her. And that's why she was purified and Allah chose her for this. That's that context that makes her higher in that sense. Or else, if you want to look at it from an absolute perspective, 
then no, this, these verses are silent in that regard. They're not talking about that. He, there's another good, uh, I find another good uh, thing that is said here, that just because a people or a person have been chosen over al-alameen, over all others, doesn't mean necessarily all of others throughout all of time and history. A good example of that is the Bani Israel in the Quran. The Quran it says, Allah says that I preferred you over al-alameen, over everyone else. Faddaltukum ala al-alameen. I gave you preference. You were my chosen people over all people. But does anyone today believe that Banu Israel are higher than the Muslims, higher than Rasulullah Of course not. So it shows that just because the wording of Ala Alameen is used, all the people of all the world or all times, however you want to translate Alameen, just because that's used doesn't mean that this is going to be something absolute forever and in all aspects. No. So the same way Alameen when it comes to Bani Israel is talking about a certain time, it can also be the same in regards to Lady Maryam salam. And then you add to that this whole idea of the Shi'i narrations that we have about Fatim to Zahra being the highest. When you bring that into the picture, what you get out of it is that, okay, so Maryam salam was the highest of the women of her time for that immaculate birth, or even absolutely, but in her time, not for all the women of all times. If you're going to look at it like that, then without a doubt, according to the Shi'i school of thought, Fatim to Zahra um, is the highest of them all. I'm explaining all of this because of that title. As-salamu alayka ya ibna Fatimata Sayyidati Nisa'il Alameen. Hussein alayhi salam was also the son of the greatest of all women, the master of all women. And I want to end with this note right here. That uh, just to signify and, and, and illustrate really how high Fatimata Zahra was, there is a quote um, from Al-Alusi, that famous Mufassir, and commentator of the Qur'an, his uh, tafsir is called uh, Ruhul Ma'ani. Um, in there, and I think under this verse, when he's doing tafsir of that verse of Surah Al-Imran, verse 42, if I'm not mistaken, he's explaining there that um, uh, the discussion reaches a point where he's comparing Aisha to Fatima alayhi salam. Okay, so as we all know, um, in the Sunni school of thought, of course, Aisha is revered greatly. And so he is making this discussion, you know, bringing up this discussion there. Now, Al-Alusi, Al he is a proper Salafi scholar. We have to understand that, okay? So no pro-Shi'i uh, bias here we're talking about with, when it comes to Al-Alusi. He has no Shi'i bias whatsoever. But he says something which really shows that Fatim Zahra is beyond even schools of thought and all of that. She is that high. Um... He says, look, there is a hadith, he says, that that says that خُذُوا ثُلُثَيْ دِينِكُمْ مِنْ الْحُمَيْرَةِ or مِنْ هَذِهِ الْحُمَيْرَةِ Take, take two-thirds of your religion from uh, Aisha. Okay? He says, we do have a hadith like that. Now, of course, scholars I've noticed of the Sunni school, um, I did see somewhere that they explain how usually the hadiths that refer to Aisha as the Humayra they believe are not reliable ones. But anyway, he's discussing this hadith there. He says, look, if it's true that the Prophet ﷺ said this, that take two-thirds of your religion from her, 
It's because he knew that after him, this is very nice, that after him, Fatima al-Zahra, his daughter, السلام, will not live very long. Or else, if he knew that Fatima al-Zahra is going to live a long life after him, he would have said, خُذُوا كُلَّ دِينِكُمْ مِنْ Fatima." That go and take all of your religion from Fatima السلام. But since he knew that she's not going to survive after him, she's not going to live long after him, he didn't say that or else he would have. This coming from Al-Alusi means a lot, brothers and sisters. And it just shows that no matter what, Fatima Zahra السلام, has a very, very, very high rank. Even if, even if for whatever reason, one believes her to be second in line after Lady Maryam, for example. Still, she is that high. But of course, the Shia believes that no, she is the highest of them all. And if Imam Hussein السلام, was slaughtered the way he was on Ashura, he was the son of Fatima, the one the Prophet loved so much and also happened to be Sayyidatu Nisa al-Alameen, the greatest of all women of all times. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وعلى أولاد الحسن وعلى أصحاب الحسن